everybody welcome uh, episode 21 of pre-snap motion our podcast can legally have a drink i know that i'm legally having a drink so i'm glad our podcast can as well uh here uh, as always drew hayden aaron gonna review week six's nfl action uh, uh this was the first week that kind of felt like it didn't deliver the uh the witching hour uh as aaron and i were watching them in real life um unfortunately the only game that you know hurt everyone's feelings was my teams uh it was the only one worth watching and i would argue that it might not have even been that um so that being said we're going to look ahead to week seven uh bye weeks are finally kicking in but i guess some housekeeping before we uh before we jump into last week's action so uh we have heard feedback that uh by Thursday, nobody wants to hear the review of the previous week. Uh, so pre-snap motion. People have moved fans, on. People have moved on. Pre-snap motion fans everywhere. We hear you. Uh, we are going to start recording live on Monday nights, get you everything on Tuesday. So that way we can recap the Monday, the, uh, excuse me, the uh, Monday night game. And then our preview show will be same time, same place on Thursdays. Uh, does that jive with everybody here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great, but I'm burning to already argue with you about something that you just said. You said this this NFL week did not deliver. Did I hear you correctly? The the first excuse, the one o'clock slate did not deliver. The one o'clock slate outside of that Vikings Panthers game, every yeah. game was double digits. Okay, yeah. because good God, I'm thinking about that Patriots Cowboys game, and I'm thinking even the Sunday night butt fest between the Seahawks. <laughs> And the Steelers, that was like at least a great game. And you had the Bills and the Titans with that barn burner yesterday, or I don't know what day it is. Monday, like, damn, the fucking London game, the London game. Oh, that, that, kick, yeah. that kick. Yeah. Oh my that was God. brutal. That was brutal. Um, God, just God bless everybody who took the Dolphins in that game, myself included. Jesus, God. I was on the Jags. I felt great about that. It was just one of those games that I just, I feel like the Jags should never be favored ever. So I was like, all right, like I'll take the Dolphins. And like, that was stupid. I should have just. <laughs> Urban Myers can only coach professional football. Urban Meyer is Ted Lasso. Like he can only coach football better overseas. And he thinks it's maybe a different sport. He was like, hey, Trevor, we're going to run the uh, we're going to run whatever insert Ted Lasso play special is here. And they were like, yeah, fuck, yeah, let's do it. I'm here for it. Uh, okay. And maybe he had the biscuits laced with cocaine. Who knows? I don't know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll politely chuckle at all these Ted Lasso jokes. I have no I, I have no frame of reference. Jesus Christ. Get it together. Ted Lasso is awesome. I I, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I, I don't have Apple TV. I did like 19 subscriptions. It's like, oh yeah, you need this Apple TV for this one show. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm, <laughs> you I'm get drawing a, a line. I'm drawing a line in the sand. I'm saying no. I will not. I will not do it. Apple TV. It's five dollars a month, and you literally get a free week subscription. They're all five dollars a month, Drew. They're all five dollars a month, and I have twenty of them. I can't. Do you not have the? You got, do you not have the discipline just to be like, all right, I, I'm gonna this week. I'm gonna kill this like twenty episode series. They're all thirty minute episodes. You can get through the whole thing in like two days. No. I don't because the whole time they're going to be advertising another show. That's also on Apple TV. And guess what? I'm going to watch. I'm going to want to watch that one too. I'm at, it, no, I'm I don't have the discipline. I don't have the discipline. I'm going to give you another spoiler alert. There is no other good TV on Apple TV. There's really not. The, not like, now. There's a, show now. Called, there's a show called Acapulco that like has some legs. I'm really excited to see where they carry that one through, but for the most part, no. And the only reason I still have Apple TV is because my showtime is through there. Anyways, guys, uh, Bucks, Eagles, Bucks 28, Eagles 20. I got to say, though, I got to say, before we jump into the recap, and this is football related, I'm shook. I'm shook after this week because there were two games that I was all over that I thought, and I know these were public plays, I get it, but there were two teams that you guys know that I love. I've loved the Browns and I've loved the Chargers all preseason long, all summer long. And all season long so far, I've loved what I've seen from both of those two teams. And then the flip side, on the flip side, you have the Ravens and the Cardinals, who are two teams that I've just refused to buy into. I mean, they've, I feel like they've both overperformed. They're both playing 
just way outside of what their reasonable range of outcomes should be. And I was like, okay, great. I get two teams that I love both as dogs. Maybe no, the Browns weren't dogs against the Cardinals. They were, they were favorites. Um, and I was like, yeah, th- this is great. I'm going to take these two teams that I love and believe in against these two overrated, you know, airbags. And um, it, they were both ass whoops, like in a big, big way. So I'm, I'm a little shook to my foundation. I'm, I'm kind of rattled. My confidence is a bit shaken going forward here. So uh, yeah, I'm going to have to regroup and uh, take another look and see what I'm missing here. All right. So do you want to talk through this? Can I, can I give you some, can I give you some, uh, just a, like an espresso shot of reason to the, to what you're trying to say? Okay. Uh, so the Cardinals, yes, have, they are six and oh, I can't take that away from them. Uh, the reasonable range of outcomes, I can also appreciate where you're going from there. Let's take a step back though, and, and look at who they played. So they played the Titans and beat the shit out of them, which the Titans had a bunch of new faces on defense. And if there is anything you can say for the Cardinals, their offense is in fact good. Uh, They beat the Vikings by one because the Vikings shanked a field goal that happened. Uh, They caught the Jaguars next. Okay. Uh, They caught the Rams the week after the Rams played the Buccaneers and were so juiced up for that game. You knew they were going to come out flat and they did. They played Trey Lance at home in his first start after Jimmy G goes down. And then last week they played the Browns and Baker was literally a shell of himself the entire game. They had neither one of their good running backs. OBJ left during the game. Both tackles left during the game. Like the Charger, the the Cardinals, yes, they're 6-0 and like no one can take that away from them. But like they've caught a ton of breaks that have gotten them to kind of where they are here. I mean, second, I guess second. You, you, they, they've beaten three teams that are probably going to be in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, they, they have beaten three teams that are probably going to be in the playoffs, but that's kind of like a perfect storm of like a couple of those were like scheduled losses where it's just like, oh, okay, you were super up for this game. Congrats. Here's this ass whooping. Um, the Ravens game surprised me a bit, but if you look at the Chargers, they had that shootout with the Browns the week before that. Um, I thought if anything, they were going to lose against the Raiders on that Monday night game. Uh, after they played the Chiefs and had that like huge win, fourth yeah. quarter drive that that whole thing, they beat the Raiders. Surprised me. Beat the Browns in a shootout. Um, and that Ravens team runs the ball, and like the Chargers just can't stop opposing rushing attack. That's not I mean, something that, they can do. That's what I was trying to decide about that game. I was like, okay, so are the Ravens like legitimate, or is the Chargers defense just a lot worse than I thought it was. And maybe it's both. I don't know, but geez, that, that's just a matchup thing. man. that's just one of those weird things where like the Chargers have this modern defense. that's kind of like set up to stop the pass and what the modern NFL looks like. And the Ravens are running like Tom Landry's playbook on Madden, where it's just like wing back left. And like all the plays are colors. Like they're not actually like calls. Like that's, that's what the Ravens look like. That was one of the weirdest rushing box scores I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys looked at it, but the Ravens had four different players with eight or more carries. And they all just said like, it was like, you know, nine carries for 63 yards, eight carries for 43 yards. They just did the whole thing by like a four person committee. One of which was Jackson, obviously, but they didn't favor anybody. They just took Latavius Le'Veon and Devonta Freeman and basically it's almost like I don't know how it turned out exactly but it's almost like they just gave each one of them a quarter like you know what you're not a bell cow anymore but you have one good quarter a week in you so we're just going to give each of you like a quarter and they all three scored and it's like what fucking year is it they're partying like it's 2016 yeah. in Baltimore with with those three yeah. old heads scoring touchdowns it was the weirdest, would... weirdest thing to look at I would argue that Le'Veon Bell doesn't have a good quarter because he had eight carries for 18 yards. So like Le'Veon might not tread, tread might be, tread might be off there, but um, all right. So we hit two of the games already. We touched on two of them. Uh, Let's, let's, let's bounce back to Thursday, hit that Bucks Eagles game. Um, If anybody actually followed our picks, you're all welcome. Eagles six and a half. Look at this. (laughs) Look at this. That was so poopy. I, I, Anybody who took the Bucks, I feel really bad for them because that was the right side to be on in that game. Unbelievable the way that they backdoor covered that game. 
I said that I thought the Bucks were going to win, but I hope the Eagles could keep it close, and they kept it, in fact, just close enough. Look at this. The game was not close the entire – for like three quarters and ten minutes. That game yeah. was not close. <laughs> when we look at it at the end of the year, it's going to say Bucks 28, Eagles 22, and it's going to say that Drew picked the right side of that. Hey, oh, it high is. fives and handshakes. I don't think we really learned anything from that game, though, right? Like, the Eagles probably aren't good. Like, they're, we knew they weren't good, but, like, that kind of reaffirms how ungood they were. I think um, we learned something. I think we learned something. Okay. Jalen Hurts is not an NFL starter. Ooh. That's what that's what we learned. Yeah, he had a this rough dude. This dude, I, and he had the two late rushing TDs. So, like, this, a lot of this got swept underneath the rug. But you don't have – this is the worst secondary in football by a long, long margin. Like, they're playing just straight-up scrubs. They have so many injuries. They weren't that good to begin with. They are – just trash. And not to mention the Eagles are down big. They're down double digits this entire game. Hertz went 12 for 26 for 115 yards. <laughs> he he yeah. literally he, he threw 115 yards against like a D2 secondary and they were down the whole game. Like and they, they have good receivers too. I mean, not like good, good, but but good enough. Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager. Zach Ertz was kind of looking like a uh, uh, primetime Zach Ertz. I mean, they they have guys that can catch the ball, and he did not take advantage whatsoever. All right, the fact that you listed Jalen Rager as like a good wide receiver, even a competent one, is unbelievable. He he is bad, bad. They have the the Quez Watkins guy. He's fine. He's, He's fine. supposed to be their third. He let him in catches, but Jalen Rager was the one that had the ball hit him off the chest, like hit him in the chest. And he also had that catch where the ball literally skipped in front of him and he was like screaming that he caught it. And I'm sorry, if you're an NFL wide receiver and the ball skips two yards in front of you and you like basket catch it and you get up and you're just arguing like, Hey man, like that hit me in the hands. I caught that. Like I, I need, I need an independent optometrist to be like, Hey, no, this guy's eyes work. They work really well. It's okay. Point remains. Um, I, I think Jalen hurts is really bad. I, I he's really bad. I mean, he's, oh, he's so kind of, it's kind of been like, mm, I'm sure we're not sure he's shown some flashes. He's really athletic. He's got a big arm. He's not good. Um, and like, I, it's gotta be, um, who, who's the dude from Jacksonville that they signed? Uh, Gardner Minshew. They traded yeah. for him. It's gotta be, I, I think Gardner Minshew starts sooner than later. Minshew mania, baby. Let's get after yep. it. I, I um, think it's true. I, for one, uh, when I see Jalen hurts, like the, um, the he's shown flashes guy might be like the worst quarterback to have on your roster because you have a fan base, like part of it. Who's like, Oh, you know, like, I don't know, man. Like, look at that. You know, look at that week one game. We beat the shit out of this team. And like Jalen hurts look great. And like, he's athletic, makes all the plays. And then you watch him take a three-step read and miss just a wide open bomb down the sideline because he got the ball up a second and a half too late because he yeah. just took forever to load up and get there. Yeah. Um, but like all the physical tools in like, he shows flash this guy. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of ones like across the, like, like Jason Campbell from, I can remember him where it was like, like, Oh yeah, this guy's got the body. Like this is the year he can run, he can throw. And like Jason Campbell just never figured it out <laughs> no. because his, because his processor was like a Nokia, like brick phone. <laughs> it, was just like, it was just like, Oh, all right. Snake game. I got this. You know, and, um, and sometimes the game just goes too fast for some guys. And I'm not saying they're dumb. I'm saying the NFL is like, this yeah. is the top 1%. These are the fastest, smartest, best football players in the world. Like it's not, you know, if you're a step slow, that's not really a disgrace. It's just like, Hey, not everybody can hang. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do we want to bounce on to that next game, that Jaguars-Dolphins game? Uh, the London Bowl, uh, second edition, uh, Jags 23, Dolphins 20. Uh, I, I will say the, the field goal that the Jags hit to tie that game that was four yards to the right of the goalpost yeah. and somehow went in was like – I don't know the, how it happened. I've never seen that. I've never I, seen it. it. Now I understand how it's hard to hit off the tee – uh at St. Augustine or St. Andrews, the wind over there is uh I know it's in a dome before you get started. I'm just making a weather about London joke. Fuck off. I already see your eyes rolling. Anyways, um what do you guys I was I was surprised. I was watching not I didn't 
I wasn't watching like every play of this game. I was kind of in and out, in and out. I was doing stuff, this and that. But it seemed like kind of a slugfest, right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, it didn't seem like it was a really high-powered, big-time offenses, like, going at each other type deal, right? I don't think so. This game okay. sucked. <laughs> and, then, and then I went to, like, kind of review things for the show tonight. There were 650 passing yards in this game. Yeah. 650. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I thought I was watching like a rock fight when it was happening in yeah. real time. And then I look at the, I look at the numbers afterwards. And I'm like, Oh my God, both of these quarterbacks put up crazy numbers. Miami was out. Um, uh, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones didn't have both their starting corners. So it's not like, you know, it's not like uh, Trevor Lawrence figured a bunch of stuff out or whatever, but still I was, that, that shocked me. That shocked me. Yeah, that and the fact that they're only one turnover aside and then uh, only eight combined punts in this game. Um, it was kind of one of those things that like, like, you know, you know, when you watch like a high school football game, how like the speed of play is just so much slower than all the other games you watch. Like yeah. it was kind of felt like that. I watched, um, God, I watched a little bit, probably three quarters of this game before we went over to your place and like, uh, yeah, I, I will say talking about guys who like have all of the tools and like I just they're just never I don't think they're ever gonna put it together. Like add Tua to that list, put Tua on the Jalen Hurts list. So I, I've never believed in Tua. I've been a big Tua naysayer the whole time. And there's just something about it when he drops back or when whenever you see him trying to engineer a drive, he just doesn't scare me. He doesn't, I'm never worried about like Tua shredding my defense or throwing a deep ball or like making some kind of big play. He just he just doesn't he doesn't instill any kind of fear or nervousness. And I'm sure the defensive coordinators feel the same way. I don't know. And Hayden, maybe because I think you've talked about Tua's like injuries in the past, but like does that part of it, like he has never like been right. And like I was watching some of this game and like he would roll and he'd have like six or seven yards he probably could pick up. And he was just like, oh, I'm gonna try to throw this thing downfield. And it was just it was weird it was weird how reluctant he was to use like his other physical gifts other than just like, Hey, I'm five, nine and can sling it. Yeah. That, that could be the injuries not wanting to get out and run. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't like watching him at all. Really? <laughs> like no. this game, I, I had no idea. I was like, why did I get up to watch this game at halftime? I was wondering that. And I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't exciting. Two is not exciting. The dolphins are not exciting. And uh, it's a little disappointing after how last year went for them. Yeah, I think the I think the turnover, it's just so hard to replicate getting turnovers to set up your offense and positions yeah. to score. Man, you just can't do it. Um, let's uh, let's let's move on to the next game on the slate. Um, Hayden, you can lead this one too. It's it's ours. Should we mention? Uh, should we mention the trade rumors? Oh, the Deshaun. I mean. I mean, we've all been talking about Deshaun to the Dolphins all year, right? I mean, what has changed other than now it's like, oh, this might happen. Yeah, I guess I don't have any concrete evidence of, of something that's progressed, but it just, I don't know, the rumor mill got really hot tonight, and it's possible yeah. there's a chance we've seen Tua play his last game in a Miami uniform. Could be a, could be a Red Hog next year, and then I'm going to have to have to root for him. Could be a Red Hog next year. <laughs> I will say uh, – if we're doing like a stock up, stock down this week, stock down to a Tuagavalaya. Tagavalova. Tagavalova. Stock up Miami Masseuse Parlors. That is Ooh. stock up. Yeah. If you're looking for some businesses, maybe in like an opportunity zone, dabble your some of your profits into if all your Bitcoin <laughs> money guys. Sure, sure. Uh, Miami Masseuse <laughs> Parlors. That is or massage parlors. Excuse me. That is uh, stock up. Um, Vikings, Panthers, Vikings 34, Panthers 28. Uh, what was the stat that I sent you guys? So the Vikings this year have, in six games, have missed a field goal to lose a game at the end of regulation, uh, lost in overtime. Uh, and what was the third one? They've, they've missed a kick that they would have won a game on. Yes. And then flip it. They've won a game with a walk-off field goal. They have won a game in overtime and they have won a game at the end of regulation. I don't know what to make of this team, man. I have no idea what to do with that. Yeah. Um, I texted my dad and I said, I fucking hate this team. Why did you have to pick this team? 
and he wasn't watching the game and he goes but they're leading and I sent him a text and I said just wait like you he clearly doesn't know and I don't know this game I hated watching this game it was terrible um (laughs) it just oh it's so frustrating everything is so fucking frustrating with this team that's such a classic dad text. I, I like think my dad's a little more plugged in, but that, that does seem like somebody who's like, he's probably been out like raking leaves, doing landscaping all day. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, I just looked at my phone. They're, they're winning by 10 points. Why are yep. you so upset right now? <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> so um, I'm sitting in Aaron's, I'm standing in Aaron's kitchen. Uh, we're eating a, a charcuterie board. Um, it was when they scored that touchdown after they'd missed the two two-point conversions. And Aaron's like, oh, they're going to go for two here. I was like, oh, no, they're going to kick a field goal here, and they're going to take eight points. Because Zimmer says that his defense can stop them. They won't score, and they won't get a two-point conversion. And Aaron was like, no, that's fucking stupid. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This makes no sense logically and mathematically to do that. None. And he's like, 20 bucks. And I was like, all right, like, that's what's going to happen. And sure as shit, they kick the field goal to go <laughs> yeah. up by eight. And I'm like, unbelievable. And then Aaron's next words are like, ah, oh, well, like surely they won't go down to the score. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. seen this movie. Every time. I, 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 was just troll, I was just trolling you at that point. I was like, oh, surely, surely they wouldn't just come down and score here. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I've never seen this movie. So then we get the ball back and I'm like, all right, we're going to be able to kick a field goal here. Like, yep. this is how, like we'll get enough yards to kick a field goal. Sure enough, we did. And Aaron sent you the fucking video. I'm standing in his living room. I'm like, oh, this is wide right. Before the play, before the ball is even snapped, I'm like, oh, this is wide right for sure. Holding my arm to the right, five yards right. <laughs> and I looked at Aaron and I said, put it on my fucking tombstone, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just, <laughs> and then, I, and then, and then he's like, well, and I'm like, oh, we went in overtime. Like, and <laughs> exactly what happened, dude. I hate this so much. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. This, <laughs> this isn't fun for anybody. I really am. I like a winner, regardless of whether or not they make the playoffs this year. Like Zimmer has to go. Like yeah. they have to. They I have agree. to move on. This is the the conservative play call in the second half. The hey, let's just get up by eight, and like like that makes a difference. And like my defense will stop them. I'm like nah, man. Let's just score some fucking points. Yeah, because if they if they go for two, they get the two point conversion. Like this game is over, and we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. We're done. Play so like they, you uh, want to win the so damn game. If they win a playoff game, he's still out, huh? Man, eight years is a long time in the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Like eight years yeah. is a long, long time, and I think we're at a point where like you got a like you the offense is too good to have like a defensive minded like conservative play caller curmudgeon who's like holding them back. Like, I just, I don't think there's a reason this offense isn't scoring like 30 points a game, like yeah. consistently. I just don't. The defense hasn't been great either with the talent that they have on it. So maybe they just, maybe it's time for a new voice. Maybe they're just ready to hear uh, somebody else ripping them up and film every Monday. Yeah, man. I really, I just think that's what it is. You know, um, how many of us have like worked a job and like you get a new boss and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, my job doesn't suck all that much anymore. It's a new way of doing things. Uh, we talked about that Ravens Chargers game. Uh, let's let's take a look at Rams Giants. Uh, hey guys, that Giants over is real dead. I'm so sorry. That's not ever coming back. Uh, Danny Danny Two Nickels is not good. He's he's bad again. He's not good. The Rams D really just wrecked him. I don't know if there's any coming back from that. I mean, three interceptions, two fumbles, which he lost one of them. He took four sacks and no touchdowns like they just abused him that was so so brutal hard to watch so um i mean we're at a point of season like we can realistically start like just writing teams off like oh yeah like way way done like not only are they not going to make the playoffs this year they have no chance of making the playoffs like major organizational organizational changes are coming and i think the giants are on that list um i think gettleman is gone after this year uh, I don't know I how think, he got that job in the first place. I well, uh, yeah. Um, I think Danny Dimes is now officially a, a high end backup somewhere else in this league at this point, or maybe he's going to be like one of those like fringe starters where like some other team is like, oh, like maybe we can fix him, but like nobody can really fix him. Um, and I think that I think that Joe Judge has already been judged, and the jury has decided that he is not an NFL coach either. No. This is bad. I. 
I, I've been hearing and reading on Twitter that Judge is going to get another chance with like a different quarterback. Like he's going to get another another run at this, which mm. seems crazy with like a a, a franchise that's probably valuation is top ten in the league, maybe top. Just based on market. I mean, based on market. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. So yeah. So, yeah. so you're saying that Joe Judge appealed to the court i i can't i have to fit Stop more it. fucking legal puns into this <laughs> why um, why do you have to do that, that because i'm seem- only because man until you bang the gavel it's it's like i gotta keep going um yeah, do we have anything else to talk about here like this is the giants are bad and like people are gonna get fired um no i just uh another just monster game for cooper cup i feel like is at yeah. least noteworthy his, his stat lines are just unreal he catches so many passes I don't know. He, he's he's got to be one of the best wide receivers in football right now. Um, I will say, I thought this was kind of interesting. Also, the Giants were up three to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Like it, it, it was looking like a ball game early in this game, and I was on the Giants plus ten and a half, and I was like, "Yeah, G-Man, so was yeah, G Man, you'll be talking." You talking and, that. <laughs> and and then the Rams came out in the second quarter and scored twenty eight unanswered oh, points. Yeah. I was there. Four, who scores four touchdowns in a quarter? How does that even? I know, I think there were some. Uh, it was some uh, short Daniel, fields. Daniel short Jones field assisted drives. Yeah, that he turned the ball over. <laughs> Daniel Jones assisted drives. <laughs> God, dude, he he blows. He's so bad, man. He's just he's another one that like you can watch him and and it, he's been beat up so much now that like the internal clock is just sped up. And just his eyes are huge. And it's like, this is yikes. All right. Well, best of luck to you, Danny. Um, Colts, Texans. Colts uh, got to beat up on the Texans. Uh, good for them. I think think everyone's going to get to beat up on Houston now. Uh, Davis Mills, uh, two picks in this game. Uh, they're also just trotting out like a 2006 like fantasy lineup of running backs and Mark Ingram and David Johnson. Uh, Carson Wentz is probably the story though, man. I mean, only 11 for 20, but 223 yards, two tutties. He had the, a couple long completions to TY. And then also Jonathan Taylor. Good God, man. He is, uh, he's something special. This, this was another game that, I mean, there's not much to say that the Colts beat the shit out of a hapless franchise right now, but they won it with defense in the run game, which is really what they want their identity to be. I mean, they, they want their, they, they want to be able to pound the rock and they play good defense and have Carson Wentz build up play action and take shots down the field. And that's really exactly what they did in this game. So I'm not going to get too, you know, hot and bothered about a, about a 38 to three win over the Texans or whatever the final score was. It was something like that. But um, yeah, I think another thing to note, Houston is officially tanking. They they're starting to cut veterans. They let go of uh, Whitney merciless. merciless. Um, Sue who, is definitely in the back nine, but he still had some gas up in the tank. I think the Packers picked him up today, so it'll be interesting to uh, to see what he can do. But, uh, yeah, the Texans have officially given up on the season, and they're in full tank mode. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's probably for the best. And also, just all the teams who are tanking really hard this year, it's like, what quarterback are you really out there gunning for? Like, Spencer Rattler – it's probably going to be in college for another year. Like he's not very good. Like, no, <laughs> this is like one of the worst quarterback classes. That Didn't look like a great year for quarterbacks. Years. No. <clears throat> um, all right. So we got uh, next on the slate chiefs, Washington, uh, Washington led this game 13 to 10 at the half. And then Kansas city was like, Oh, I, okay. We can't lose three in a row. So I guess we got to figure this out. Um, and they put up 21 unanswered points in the second, in the second half. Uh, Taylor Heineke was a fun story. Uh, he's bad too. Uh, he's, we'll, we'll be seeing you Taylor Heineke. Um, beyond that, man, uh, Patrick Mahomes, two picks, but one of them literally hit Tyree kill in the chest. Just popped up in the air. Yeah. I, so Kansas city gave Washington all sorts of chances to stay in this game. I mean, they really did a lot to try to keep them in it, but the Red Hogs, they just uh, – I'm just speaking this into existence, by the way. They're just the Red Hogs to me now. Yeah, they are. I'm just going to keep that ball rolling. But, uh, yeah, they, they just didn't, didn't, didn't do it. The Chiefs, I know it's weird because they're still putting up all these gaudy offensive numbers. Like, if you're looking at just raw offensive 
how many points they score and how many passing yards and touchdowns is Mahomes putting up. The counting numbers are still fantastic. The problem is they're leading the league in turnovers right now. I think they have 14, I think. I think they have 14 turnovers so far this year through six games. That's that's not good. Um, no, it's bad. So, and, and, and they kind of, I mean, they run this really fast and loose offense. They're wheeling and dealing. They're chucking the ball down the field. They kind of the way that they run their offense is going to lead to some turnovers to a certain extent, but it's, it's got to come down a little bit. You can't be leading the league in turnovers and be like a super bowl favorite. I, you just, that, those two things, something has to give there. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I, I don't think we've ever seen a super bowl champion that finished in like the top five in turnovers, even top 10 I, taking care of the ball is paramount. Um, and I'm sure that we'll see them tighten that up as they go. But that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, You're giving him a pass. You're giving him a pass, though, for the one interception that wasn't his fault. You're you're avoiding talking about that other interception, which is one of the worst ones I've seen definitely ever from Patrick Mahomes and probably the worst interception I've seen all season. You you remember the one I'm talking about? No, which one are you talking about? He's, like, getting sacked. oh yeah going down it's like dude either just take the sack or like throw it out of bounds and he just like like just lurched the ball up into the air his arm got hit he just like shouldn't have even tried to to rip something and it just like flopped up in the air for an easy pick and it was like people were looking around like is this this is like the previous league mvp patrick mahomes right like we're watching this guy what the the fuck is he doing (laughs) That was a really bad play. I know it's just one play blip in the radar, but good God. You know, the flip side of that though, is how many times has he done some weird shit like that? And all of a sudden ESPN's like, did you just see this 40 yard completion that Patrick Mahomes (laughs) had Yeah, literally from his knees getting pulled in the opposite direction. Um, Let's move, let's move on to the, uh, the next game. We have the Packers bears, uh, the, I own you bowl, I think is now we should refer to this. Yeah. Um, Good God, man. Uh, you guys can take this one. I, 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 Hayden is laughing, so I already know there's some comments here. Uh, I saw something. I think it was Cole Komet uh, was asked about Aaron Rodgers saying uh, he owns the Bears. And uh, Cole Komet just kind of went, yeah, he does. <laughs> he's right. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Um, the Packers, I think, uh, I think they're in a really good spot. The rest of the NFC North is not very good. The Bears, I don't think, are very good. And, uh, yeah, good for good for the Packers, I guess, as much as I hate to say that. I will, I will contest it a little bit. I think I – don't, I don't think the Bears are bad. Um, I, I think – so I know that the, everything that's getting headlines is the, the quotes, the, the Rodgers scoring the touchdown at the end. The Bears gave him fits, to be honest, most of that game. They sacked him three times. They held him under – under 200 yards passing. I mean, and that was like a, a really hotly contested game until right there at the end. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I didn't hate the way that the bears played. And I think fields is he he's, he's still really raw. He's really raw. Yeah. I get it, but I, I don't know. I just feel like I see a little bit more from him every week. I think he's going through his progressions a little bit better. He made Jalen Smith look foolish in the open field a couple of times when he got loose and started rushing the ball like yeah he he's on a different he's on a different level athletically than Jalen Smith is let's just put it that way um but uh yeah I don't know and like I said running backs don't matter they they bring in their third string Montgomery gets hurt um the uh Williams guy is it Williams I don't remember the second string guy that used Um, to play for the Chiefs um he Damian Williams yes Damian Williams yeah he was out COVID protocol. So then they bring in this Herbert guy and he looks fantastic. He rushes for like hundred yards, like no sweat. I don't know. Running backs don't really matter. Um, on the flip side, these running backs matter a little bit more. Uh, Jones and Dylan, they have a great one, two punch going with those guys. That was the, that's another unspoken or a, a not highly touted enough deal with green Bay lately. They have a great run game going on. And I'm interested to see what happens once they once they start getting some of their offensive linemen back, like Bakhtari, and I think they're missing their center also, if I remember right. Uh, because they're they're really um racking up yards on the ground and it's helping Rogers out quite a bit actually. So so I, I do want to contest something that Hayden said earlier about um about the Packers. So strength of schedule so far is 25th in the NFL. They've 
They got beat by the Saints handedly. They got the shit beat out of them by the Saints. Yeah. Um, but then they've, they've beaten the Lions. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Bengals in overtime. Uh, they beat the Niners, which was a good win. And then they beat the Bears. They have Washington football team next week in Lambeau. We, I, we can assume they're probably going to win that one. Yeah. But th- then their next five games go at Arizona. Uh, they go to Arrowhead. Uh, they go, they host the Seahawks, which Russell Wilson should be back by then. Uh, and then they play in Minnesota, which they've split that historically, I think like the last like four years now. And then they host the Rams in Lambeau. Yeah. It's a tough uh, schedule up ahead. There's uh, no question about that, but uh and then Ravens, yeah. Browns. Dude. Yeah, you're right. It's it's tough. And then they close out with the Vikings and the Lions. So, you know, they'll probably do well in those well, two games. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to that Cardinals game, though. I think uh, that'll be really telling. Um, it's a big opportunity for Arizona if they are able to uh, handle their business uh, this upcoming week. Then, uh, yeah, that'll be a very interesting game. Yeah, I think every, I think every survivor pool in America has – Cardinals heavily weighted against the Houston Texans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they shouldn't have any problems, but uh, you know, as they know. should. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's bounce next game. Bengals lions. I think the wheels have come off in Detroit. Uh, yep. Yep. Dan Campbell's turned on Jared Goff after the game. So he needs <laughs> to step up. That's never a good sign. Um, just a reminder, this is a Dan Campbell podcast. So I also believe that Jared Goff should step it up. I think Jared Goff should be doing more for his team, his community, Maybe his own family. Can't speak to that. Um, that being said, uh, Bengals are maybe weirdly good, question mark. Uh, are the Bengals good? Have we overlooked this? Or are the Bengals that team that's like four and two, but it's going to end like six and 10? And we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. They were the Bengals the whole time. I think the jury's still out on them. I was I was wondering the same thing. Um, this After this win, I was like, you know what? Are, are the Bengals good? So I took a look at it. Their four wins are against Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, and Detroit. Yeah um and and they needed overtime to beat minnesota which is definitely the best of, of those four teams minnesota anyway so fucking won that game anyway they butt fumble they're definitely still lacking a signature win they lost to the bears um and they lost in overtime to the packers that was a that was a thriller but yeah i don't know they're four and two i'm not ready to say hey the Bengals are good i mean they're still probably the third best team in that division um, i think that's fair. so it's going to be it's going to be an uphill battle to, to grab a playoff spot for them, but so far so good. I mean, they did what good teams are supposed to do and they, they smashed a shitty Detroit team. It's, it's, it's just so hard. It's so hard. If you're a player on the lions to fight so hard and lose so many close games in a row, you just can't, it's just human nature. You can't keep getting back to that point, you know, emotionally and physically and, and just everything like you can't, you can't get yourself that much momentum going into every Sunday. If you keep losing these just soul crushing, heartbreaking games. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little interested to see what happens because Dan Campbell doesn't definitely doesn't seem like a guy that's just going to fucking throw in the towel for the season and, and let him just, you know, play bullshit football for the second half of the season. But if you're yelling at a bunch of grown men who are Oh, and 10 that they need to like sell out and play harder for the team. I'm not sure how that's gonna translate either so i don't know yeah not probably not well not well uh so (laughs) i guess i guess we'll see what happens um yeah golf needed 42 passing attempts to get to 200 yards so i think the the old the old adage in professional sports if you have a coach who like yells at a player when the coach hasn't won anything himself and that professional player is like I make 50 times more than you do. Like I'm not yeah, fuck off. Like they're going to, they're, they're going to fire you before they fire me. All right. Yep. I and mean, that's just exactly what it is. Particularly NFL quarterbacks. They have so much money tied up in them now. And like all the dead cap and everything else, it is impossible to move. And like NFL quarterbacks, like Jared Goff walked into Dan Campbell's office. Like the next day I was like, Hey man, you, shut the fuck up about me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're scared. Go to church. My girlfriend is hot. I had a place in Los Angeles with a, with a chipping green in the back. And now I'm fucking here in Detroit. Like, yeah, I'm miserable. Shut up. Like Dan's just gotta be like, Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Just, you know, just need a little more out of you. That's, I didn't really mean anything by it, Jared. So my bad. So uh, it, it is what it is, man. Speaking of golf in Los Angeles, you guys saw yeah. what we have coming up this week. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, we do. Hello. It's <laughs> the Lions golf Rams. Baby. 
Williams. <laughs> it's the golf ball. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, God. Uh, that's going to, man, poor Dan. Poor Dan's going to be surfing the wilderness for his first win. <laughs> if I was um, golf, I would like, I would try to buy a positive COVID test off somebody like, <laughs> Hey man, like I, I really don't want to make this trip. This is going to be wildly embarrassing. Like I'm really just going to fake sick with COVID. I'm going to fake COVID to uh, God, this is going to be so embarrassing. All of his former teammates, his old coach that booted him and he's yep. just going to get, he's going to get destroyed. I mean, there's no other way around it. I know anything could happen in the NFL. This lions team is, very toothless right now. I mean, who's he even going to throw the fucking ball to? I don't even, I, I still don't know who the wide receivers are for the Lions. I don't, and I, think Hawkins, I think Hawkins is out. Hawkinson is out. So it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think the worst part of all of it is just going to be, um, it's going to be McVeigh's press conference after the game, after they just fucking wax the Lions. It's like, hey, Sean Lee, you know, what'd you think of the game? And Sean's like, hey, you know, first off, uh, all credit to Detroit. Those guys played hard. Uh, it's great to see Jared out here. Great to see him again. You know, love the guy. Uh, love what he did here. I mean, we went to a Super Bowl together. Uh, always going to have a ton of respect for him. And, uh, you know, he laid the foundation for us to be able to go out and get a guy like Matt Stafford. It's like, Jared Goff just looks like the like dejected ex-husband who's like looking at his like now smoke show wife after she lost 20 pounds because she's like dating a doctor. She like does Pilates and he's just like, oh my God, no, it was so close. Matt Stafford and Jared Goff are going to shake hands after the game and Stafford's going to be like, hey man, I got a few winter coats you can borrow. I heard it gets <laughs> real, real cold in Detroit around this time of year. <laughs> oh my God, dude, just absolutely brutal. <laughs> brutal. Uh, that's like I don't I seldom watch press conferences sans like a like good sound bite, but like that's one that I'm gonna dig into just for I mean you basically just said the whole thing word for word. That's that's exactly gonna yeah. be what he's gonna say. So god damn it, that's so brutal. <laughs> uh Aaron, you want to talk about that Cowboys Pats game. Cowboys 35, Pats 29. Uh what you feel, how you feel. Oh man, I really thought that the Patriots were gonna were gonna pull that out. Um after after they threw that slant for the touchdown, I mean, he threw the pick six, and then he threw that uh, that double that, move. Yeah, that double move, the, double the blown move coverage. The I was like, oh my god, the Patriots. I don't think that coverage was blown. I well, they it, it was like too aggressive. They both like went for the yeah. ball and missed it, so he was able to just pick it up and run uncontested. Uh, Mac Jones played well, but man, Dallas, I'm starting to wonder if Dallas isn't gonna win the super bowl it's hard not to it, i dak is playing at an unbelievable level i he's playing at a level that i have never seen before um if their offensive line gets healthy they have a great one-two punch in the backfield their defense is i know it's like based on turnovers for the most part we talked about this but these yep. they're making plays that they simply didn't make last year before and after dak got hurt and you're starting to look at the NFC and you're wondering like, okay, who's at the top? Like the Rams. Yeah, I guess so. Or you get the bucks. They all, every team has some, has some really bad warts in the NFC, any team that you can think of. And when you look at the Cowboys, it's like, uh, hmm, I don't, what, what's their weak point exactly. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if, if the defense can perform 75, 80% of this for the rest of the season, they're going to be a powerhouse. It's going to be really, they're going to be really tough out come January. And Drew, I know you're skeptical. What's uh, I'm interested to hear your reply. I mean, so like one, I, I'm, I'm taking nothing away from the Cowboys. They're the best team in that division, surely. And they're one of the best teams in the NFC. They're going to host a home playoff game. That just is what it is. Um, if I'm thinking about like those teams uh, and you're asking me what the wart is, like what is it about the Cowboys that makes the coach? Like, Oh, it's Mike McCarthy, yeah, the coach, 110%. Okay, he tried to lose that game like three different times. Yeah. He just does dumb shit. He just does the same stuff that I complain about with Zimmer, where it's like, ah, you know what, guys? Hey, let's get the seven points here. We're just going to ride yeah. this out. No, no need to, no need to press the envelope. And it's like, dude, please stop. And, and like, you look at the Cowboys, they've got wins against the Chargers. Good win. They lost to the Bucks. But since then, they beat the Eagles at home. They beat the Panthers at home. They beat the Giants at home. And they beat the Patriots in Foxborough, which 
frankly, I think is just nostalgia for us. We think that like that's still like a huge accomplishment. I think they're zero and four. I, I think they're. I think the Patriots are zero and four in Foxborough this season. Yeah, just just this whole thing where it's like, oh, you got to go to Foxborough and beat the Patriots. Like, it just that doesn't. That was the Tom Brady Patriots. This is not the Tom Brady Patriots. This is the yeah. Mac Jones and his six start Patriots. Um, yeah. So look, I yeah, I think the Cowboys look really impressive. They have a ton of talent. Um, and if I look at their schedule, because they weren't very good last yeah, year, I was just going to it, say it's easy. So like, yeah, they're going to win a no. bunch of games, man. Uh, but when I think it, this is peak, one of those teams that like, they're going to get in the playoffs and like, they're going to win one game. And they're going to lose in the next round. And people are like, well, well, what happened? Typical Cowboys. And it's like, yeah, maybe they were just a little inflated. Maybe they just looked a little bit better than we thought they were. So I guess that leads me to say like, okay, so let's take a look at the NFC and where do you put them in an NFC power ranking list right now? Um, I think that's that's a good question. On on my feet, like, like Green this, Bay or Dallas, Green Bay or Dallas on a neutral field. Uh, Green Bay, probably. Yeah, I think so too. Just just Aaron Rodgers. We agree. just Aaron Rodgers. We will. We will if, we're, if we're talking disagree. about one game, if we're talking about one game, yes. Yeah, I, I would. I would take. I would take Green Bay. I think. Whew. Okay. Um. I disagree there. Okay, what about uh, Arizona? Arizona or Dallas? I mean, Arizona is 6-0, and and they've outscored their opponents by 90 points. They have the That's second the most question. efficient That's not defense. the question. That's not I, the question. I still, I still take Arizona. Jesus Christ. This is down, every, downright disrespect. Everybody healthy? I, I would, yeah, dude. Come on. Arizona's, Arizona's a cheat code right now. If everyone's healthy, Arizona's a cheat code. Okay. What about the Rams? Oh, Rams over the Cowboys as well. 100%. Bucks? Bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I understand I, that the Bucks beat them straight up, but that was with like a fully healthy secondary. And even that fully healthy secondary Dak was torching to a crisp. Dude, so... yeah. The Cowboys, the Cowboys were like what one in five last year, and Dak torched everybody before he got hurt. Like Dak is gonna right, get yards. Their, right, their, their, defense, very good. their defense was getting absolutely destroyed last Congrats, year. Congrats, you've seen a guy get pick sixes against the likes of Sam Darnold, Jalen Hurts, and Danny Dimes. And Mac Jones, and he picked and up Mac Jones. Rookies. And, and, Mac taking, Jones. And, and for the record, I am taking nothing away from Diggs. What he is doing is unbelievable. But like it's and, and Mike Michael Parsons is probably defensive rookie of the year. Okay, that's that's all fine and good. But like, cool, you've done it against four teams that we have already written off as like, yeah, they're probably not very good. Wow. Wow. I, I'm saying, look, if if they if they go to Minnesota on Halloween and beat the shit out of them. I'll be like, Oh yeah. Okay. That makes complete sense. If they, they're going to beat the Broncos, they're going to beat the Falcons because the Falcons are trash. They're going to play the chiefs. They're going to have basically a week to get ready for that game because the Falcons are a fucking bye week now. Like it's just, they're going to have an easy schedule throughout, man. It's just, it's what it's going to be. I gotta, I gotta, I need Vegas to back me up a little bit here, or at least I'm interested at least to see what Vegas has to say. I'm sure that they're what, probably the fourth or fifth. I think they're what, like plus four fifty to win the Super Bowl right now. Bucks to win the NFC, Bucks 250, Rams 450, Green Bay and Arizona plus 500, Dallas plus 550. And then there's so a six. massive, massive six. drop off. And you're here giving me shit. And I literally just told you there were six. I think you're both wrong. I think Vegas is wrong. And I think you're wrong. Okay. Well, I can promise Vegas is right more than, than you're right. Uh, I think plus 550, Dallas win NFC might be, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, Put a future down on this. Oh, buy Bitcoin. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> next, uh, Raiders, Broncos, oh, Raiders God. 34, Broncos 24. Um, man, the fighting John Gruden's. I was on the wrong side of this. I thought this was gonna Hold be you. a fall apart game. Uh, the uh, Raiders top five foxhole game. Good for them. You were right. It was a dead cat bounce. It was a dead cat bounce. And Broncos are right. horrible. You were right. I was wrong. I didn't learn anything from this. I'm still gonna you wouldn't bet on the weekend. Broncos again. <laughs> Yeah, Fanny Pack Fangio, man, he suckers me in every time. It's, it's, his, it's the salt and pepper hair. I just think he's distinguished and that he knows more than me. It happens every fucking week. Um, did we take anything away from this game other than just like, hey, they don't have John Gruden anymore? But it's also weird because his son is still the strength and conditioning coach there, which also, guys, uh, friends, family at home who are listening, look up Deuce Gruden, John Gruden's son, who's like 5'6 and like just a pistol. Does anyone remember the thumb people from Spy Kids? The bad henchmen, they were just all thumbs. It looks just like fucking Deuce Gruden. The 
dumb people from Spy Kids. What are these words that you're saying to me? Do right you remember now? the movie Spy Kids that came out? I don't know. I think we, we might have been like eight or nine. I can't remember. Uh, I think that rings a bell. That might ring a bell. I okay, think I remember so, something called so Spy Kids. So the henchmen, the bad guys like henchmen in that movie were these things that were just thumbs. They looked like starfish, but they were all thumbs. You have a phone in front of you. Fucking look it up. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll put that on my list of things okay. to Google. Anybody have I do want to throw in there. I do want to throw in there rugs. Rugs with a nice game. Just throwing that out there. You've been a, a naysayer to my boy Henry Rugs all season long. You got a hundred yards in a tutty. Hundred yards in a tutty. Three catches, ninety-seven yards. Didn't get to a hundy. Have some respect. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, Teddy Bridgewater threw three picks. That is very very un Teddy B of him to do that. Teddy Bridgewater does not throw three picks in a game. Um, I don't know. Also, man. Carr, Carr threw 340 yards on 18 completions. Yeah. <laughs> That's, he's throwing, dude is throwing deep balls. Yeah, I mean, getting 97. <laughs> I mean, so he between Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards, who on the telecast, they were like, yeah, they were talking about Brian Edwards in training camp. Looks a lot like Terrell Owens. I was like, oh, really? He looks like fucking Terrell Owens. <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, I was like, why? Because like they both have the same haircut. Like, I don't understand. Like, how does this make sense? Um, <laughs> I was like, all right. But between those two guys, you have 160 yards on five catches. So yeah, I mean, that'll, that'll get you there. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, yeah, no, that's all I had on that one. Uh, next real barn burner of a game, Steelers, Seahawks, the, the Geno Smith, Ben Roethlisberger showdown we'd all been waiting for. Um, man, that game sucked so bad. Yeah. I mean, it ended up being like a good game, at least like looking at it, but like objectively that game was really bad. This, I, I, I rarely stay up to watch the end of a Sunday night game. Um, I was tilting so hard on this game because I had a, I had a big time underdog money line parlay. This was a Tanner special. Uh, I was on the Raiders and the Seahawks plus it was like plus seven twenty. Yeah. You were Um, trying so hard to get me to ride on that with you. And I wanted no part of it. Oh my God. I I was, I was so fired up the Raiders Raiders won handily and the Seahawks were just like scratching their way back into this game and they get the ball back in overtime. It was like, Yes, we're doing this, Gino. We're doing this. And then he just he fumbled on the very first play uh, of that drive. And, and that was all she wrote. That, uh, that hurt me. That hurt me a lot. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Gino, he, he's a backup quarterback in the NFL, I guess. Like, you know, I mean, he, he, he's, not, uh, he's not a starter, but he's a quality backup. You know, if they could have won that, that would have been so huge for the Seahawks if they were able to pull that game out. Yeah. They really would have kept them afloat bought them some time for Russ to come back, but uh, yeah, that one hurts. That one hurts. Yeah. Nine one, one in Seattle. Uh, the 12s are, they're going to start calling themselves the one and twos here pretty soon. Cause that's what the record's going to be. It's, it's not great. Um, Ben's cooked. The only reason Ben won that game was the defense kind of carried them through and yeah, it, it was against Geno Smith. Um, and, Najee, game- and Najee Harris, Najee Harris is, is, just a great football player yeah he is he's again just like he's the meme of the bugatti parked next to the trailer which is like what the fuck you got this guy and it's also just like peak peak pittsburgh to be like oh hey um we uh (laughs) we have an aging quarterback and we probably can't win anything uh marcus smart just hit a three to tie this game against the knicks and uh they were they were down like eight with like a minute to go. You need some ADD medication. What is going on right now? Where did this? Sorry, I have it. I have it on behind. I have it on, and I just I saw it and I was like, holy shit! I mean, they hit two three pointers like thirty five footers to tie this game. Um, yeah, the, the Steelers were like, hey, let's. Uh, we have an aging quarterback. We're losing three of our starting offensive linemen. Uh, our defense is okay. Let's draft Najee Harris because you know this really fits a need that we have on this team. And it's just like God. They needed. Damn, this guy, they needed like. Uh, they needed a an offensive lineman is what they needed. <laughs> they needed an offensive lineman. They needed a goddamn quarterback. That's what they needed. Ben, ben is calcified. That's true. That's true. You know who's going to be starting for the Steelers next year? It's going to be like no. fucking Minshew. Oh, that would be, I think for them, that'd be best case scenario. What were you, what were you going to say? Uh, who's the backup that they have from Ohio state, the strip club guy. He played for Dwayne Washington. Haskins. Oh yeah. no, Dwayne Haskins. That's their, no, no, he's their Come backup. On. He's their backup. No. Right Dwayne Haskins is never starting for anybody ever again. <laughs> no, Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> again, 
Big Ben came when he came in. Big Ben was like, "Yeah, I know a lot of great things. I'm gonna try to teach him what I know." I was like, "Please don't, Ben, because uh, what you know is why he's here and not on the team that drafted him." <laughs> the difference is you won football games. Dwayne Haskins literally is allergic to doing that. Um, all right, so that takes us to the Monday night game. God, what this game was? This game was great. Um, I had the Bills in a tease, and I hedged hard. And ended up coming out ahead here. I took the Seahawks plus six. If fucking Josh Allen would have just scored, and I would have hit both ends of this, I would have been just on fire. You know, we buried the lead. The Titans uh, brought us to a winning week in pick five, which doesn't happen to us a lot on our pod pick five. I, I was Woo! two and oh, I was two and oh, Drew was one and one. Hayden settled us with another L. Oh, no. <laughs> The, Hayden, uh, the, Hayden, you can't be afraid Houston, to fade yourself. You can't be afraid Houston, to fade yourself. Right? The Houston Longnecks, the Houston Longnecks could not pull it out against the Colts. Not close. But okay, so I watched some tape on this game and I watched the whole thing live, but I still had to watch some tape on it because I still don't understand how t- Tennessee won this game. The Bills just seemed in full control all game. This game all the game. entire time. You just felt like they could drive the ball down and score whenever they wanted to. And honestly, if, if Josh Allen doesn't slip there at the end, they probably still do win the game. I, I'm just, I, I, I was struggling to figure out how it even got to that point. I mean, yeah. Derek Henry is, I, I'm trying to think of a, he's like water against a dam. He's just relentless. He keeps crashing and crashing against it. And as soon as you give it a little crack, as soon as there's one missed tackle, it's gone. The whole thing, your, your dam is busted. It's over. This river is running roughshod over everything. Like, you just can't – you have to tackle him. You have to have so much discipline and gang tackle him on every single play, on every time he touches the ball, because the, the second that you don't, he's going to turn your strong safety into a speed bump, just like run him directly over and go yeah. 75 yards for a touchdown like he did. I mean – you just you have to be so diligent with him. God. Who's He's who's so good? Who's the Bills' safety? Uh, what's uh, his name? Pryor, Jordan Pryor. Uh, no, it was the it was the other one. Um, whatever one that he hit and made him go full armadillo, like he hit him and he just rolled into a ball. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. Um, I, I watched that game live as well. Uh, this game gave me weird, like Vikings Lions vibes from the week before, where like I watched the condensed game over again because I was like, how the fuck did this end up happening the way that it did? And like even in like the condensed 40 minute version, you're like, Oh no, this team won by 30. And like, it just never yeah. materialized. No, um, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. And the whole time um, they kept showing Vrabel and he just looked so fucking livid the entire yeah. game. Vrabel yeah. was just so pissed. I don't know if it was at the refs or his own players or what he was just, just beside himself the entire time. Yeah. It's like, dude, you, you won this you won this game, man. <laughs> you would never know by talking game. to him either. Cause he looked pissed no. even in the presser too. But like um, the Titans, I think are going to be one of those teams that kind of like all year, they can get up for a game like this. And like, they have the skill position players, and like they have the ability to win these games. Um, but they also seem to really just love playing down to the quality of opponent that they're, that they have in front yeah. of them. Yeah. They're going to win the AFC South because the AFC South just isn't very good. Um, but like they beat the, the Seahawks got throttled by the Cardinals week one, but like sure they beat the Colts. They lost the fucking jets. The Jags game was like closer than it should have been for a while. And like they get up and they beat the bills. And it's like, Oh, okay. Like just, it's just weird. They're going to be, you know, nine and eight. They're going to, you know, RIP Jeff Fisher. We can't have eight and eight teams anymore or else. I would have said that God, he's still just fucking punching air somewhere. Like God, <laughs> he needs a team. Um, if a team goes eight, eight and one, Legally, they have to be called the Jeff Fishers next year. I think they have to they have to hire Jeff Fisher as their coach. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I like Jeff Fisher gets to run their team. It, that's that should be that should be the penalty in the NFL. Like moving forward, it's like oh, you're eight eight and one. It's like dun 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 dun, and they live. They like the two owners have to meet at some like rich white guy club, and they have to do a coin toss, like Texas high school football style, to see who has to hire Jeff Fisher as their coach. <laughs> um, but, man, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Titans. Uh, their schedule, I mean, they have they, – uh, they play the Chiefs at home this week, which, God bless, good luck. Uh, <laughs> short week. Uh, but then they catch the Colts and Indy, which I might actually try to get tickets for that game. It's on Halloween, and that'd be kind of cool to see, I think. 
but then they they go to LA. They play the Rams. They host the Saints. Uh, they got the Pats on here. The Niners. When the Niners should be healthy later on this year. That's kind of brutal. Uh, That's kind of brutal. Yeah, they're gonna I, I just nine and eight. I think is it. I mean, they still get to play the Texans twice, and they get the Jags again. So like that helps. You know. You no, know, I will say I, we knew that we weren't getting peak Julio Jones by any means, but he has had like no impact so far. Wonder if it's like, are they saving him for the playoffs? Are they, are they like just trying to let him coast through the first couple months of the season here and just maybe really lean on him later on? But man, he just like has not had I, much of an impact. Can I give you? Whatsoever. Can I give you another theory on that? Sure. I think the problem may lie with some guy whose name rhymes with Brian Blanahill. Uh, he he um, he. I think it was like 75% of his yards came in the second half. And a lot of that was after play action off of Derrick Henry and him throwing to like wide open crossers. Um, he got a lot of benefit from Derrick Henry having a game and no one wanting to tackle him. Uh, you and I talked on the phone and we talked about the play where he threw it right over that linebacker's head. But in the first half, he was pretty bad and he missed a lot of reads. And I just we do this thing with Ryan Tannehill where it's like, Oh, like he had this career resurgence and you know, he came from Miami and he put it all together. It's like, yeah, I guess he did, but he was just really bad in Miami. He was really bad in Miami. And I, and I also, I just, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that if, I mean, fuck, like you, you, you look at guys who played with like, you know, like Peterson way back when and everything, like if you have like a truly dominant running back, like one of like one of the ones that matters, but like matters in like a really meaningful way. It's just like, Oh, so like, they just have to pay a ton of attention to him. And I'm throwing against one-on-ones on the outside all day. Like, all right, I should be able to make some of these throws, right? You know, you said something that sparked my interest a little bit. Is Miami where quarterbacks go to die? I mean, historically, yeah. I mean, can you tell me a quarterback they've had that's been successful? Since Marino. Marino? Since Marino. You know, probably the most successful one was Fitzpatrick, and they benched him for Tua. I don't know if he was the most successful. They had um, they had a couple of years in there, right? They had a couple guys. Let's look at okay. It's so Jay Cutler, smoking Jay. They they did have Jay Cutler for a season, and I don't think that went very well. He was sandwiched in between a couple of Tannehill years. Uh, they had Chad Henney, Chad Pennington. Uh, they had a little bit of a stint with Dante Culpepper. Jay Fiedler. Jay yeah. Fiedler. This God is bless. The, yeah. The, the Miami is where quarterbacks go to die officially. Officially. All right. What do we have here? Chad Henney. I mean, ooh, 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 ooh. Hey, hey, hey. Put some respect on Sage Rosenfels, the Sage and Copter. Oh, Put some God. respect Stop on it. him. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you know, one of the guys on this list that I was always kind of like, meh. Matt Moore. <laughs> He's a good backup. He's a good backup. <sighs> Matt Moore is one where I was always like, you know That's what? Give, give Matt Moore some weapons and like, we'll really see where this thing goes. We'll really see what's going on here. Dude, Josh Rosen, Brock Osweiler, who hasn't started at quarterback for the Dolphins in the past decade? Tyler Thigpen, Cleo Lemon, Joey Harrington. What is going on down there? How, why, yeah. why can't that, is this why they want Deshaun Watson so bad? Like, you yeah, know what, guys, I mean, we're doing it. We're just going to get him. I don't care how many masseuse fingers he requests to be put in orifices that will remain unspoken. Like, we just, we want him. We got to have him. Just said, girl, that's a booty hole. Um, <laughs> deeper. Yeah, <man. laughs> deeper. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how this all shakes out. I'm going to be interested to see what kind of protections that they, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, they want on the draft picks that they're sending over for him. Cause I mean, that's going to be a boatload. Like if um, he goes to jail, we only owe you a couple of. Yeah. Hours. No, like, yeah. Like I'm sure that there's going to be like some real like NBA type, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, like if he goes to jail, like all of these get reverted back. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, that kind of wraps us up here for the review show. Uh, we are going to, as I mentioned, uh, coming at you on Monday nights, so Tuesday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, and then the following week, or, uh, yeah, no, that's it. And then we'll have our Thursday preview show, so we'll be back tomorrow night sure. for that. Sure. That being said, uh, 
Hayden, shut us down. Thank you for listening to the week six recap of pre-snap motion. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at, oh my God, I almost said the radio station of the college that I'm going to. This is fucking rough. <laughs> at pre-snap motion on Twitter. Or uh, if you have a question you want answered on the show, you can email us at, uh, it is not at it. Holy shit. Good one, Hayden. Pre-snap motion at gmail.com is the email uh, for Drew, Aaron, I'm Hayden, who is stumbling with his words. And Luckily, you edit this. Yeah, this is all going to be edited out. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, see you. Bye, Mom. Preview show. Bye, Mom. There you go. Nailed it. Bye, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell.